1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
3: Good morning. Happy Monday, Bill Writer, with you. Thank you for listening. A lot to get to. So let's do it with our good friend Ty Dunn, the founder of Go Long, where you can subscribe at Go Along TD. Dot com. Remember, he's the author of The Blood and Guts, How Tight Ends Save Football, and his sequel, How Ty Dunn Saves This Show, is coming to you in four seconds. See? Four. Hi, Ty Dunn. Good morning. Hey, what's up? What's up, buddy? How you doing? Doing
4: good. Doing good, you know, chasing kids around, shuttling to school here and there. and I, it's, it's strange, you know. I, I thought there would be a lot more news. This morning with coaches and GMs, but uh, maybe some teams are just taking a
3: deep breath, having meetings first before they start firing left and right. I need the Bears, I'm a Bears fan, to not take a deep breath and just fire Matt eberluse for me. We don't call him eberluse. His name is eberluse on the show, Ty Dunn. What are, the, <laughs> what are the odds my Bears will have a new coach next year?
4: It's such a different hierarchy there, and, it, and maybe a lot of people know by now, but you've got a president overlooking the GM and the coach and Kevin Warren. So he comes in after polls and Eber are hired. It's his decision and ownership. You never know what you're going to get out of the McCaskies. It's it's no coincidence that the Bears just have kind of been muddling in mediocrity for several, several years. I mean, the coach and the GM and the quarterback, they're never aligned. I feel like it's always somebody inheriting the quarterback that was already there and maybe doubling down with a contract I'm with you, man. I think to turn this whole thing around, you just got to hit the hit the reset button and start over. Uh, which, where do you start over? I, I think the GM's done a pretty good job with the roster, so maybe you don't reset there. Uh, but everything underneath them, yeah, coach, quarterback, you've got a golden opportunity to turn that thing around in Chicago.
3: And Ty, Don probably almost as important as the Chicago Bears nationally is the fate of uh, Bill Belichick. I know that we're guessing and we're waiting, but Where do you think Belichick will be coaching next season? Do you think he'll be elsewhere?
4: You know, after, what, four years of just not figuring out quarterback and offensive football and poor drafting, poor player acquisition, Bill Belichick's a smart guy. I think he's going to want to go somewhere where that is established, where that quarterback is in place, and he doesn't have to overthink it. He doesn't have to take a chance. And don't the LA Chargers just make all the sense in the world with Justin Herbert locked in for that contract? I'd imagine he's like living in sunny South California. Although you know, maybe the taxes aren't to his liking. He ain't got to worry about money; he's made a lot. Uh, it's gonna be nice weather. Uh, it's gonna be different sort of pressure. Maybe he'll he'll enjoy kind of going somewhere where the the media contingent isn't quite as large, the fan base isn't quite as vibrant. Right? We can poke fun at the Charger fan base for. Being non-existent, Bill might like that after so much pressure over so many years with that quarterback in place. I don't know, I'm like you. I'm just trying to you know, connect dots and what would make the most sense yeah. to try to get inside of this guy's head. I think that makes a ton of sense.
3: Yeah, he'd only have to deal with both reporters that show up for those games, so it would be a pretty great situation. Ty Dunn uh, here on on the show. All right, Ty, let me give you a premise, but shoot it down. Say, writer, you're great, I love you, but you're an idiot on this if that's where you're coming from. I don't have any confidence in the postseason, in the Bills or the Dolphins, and I know the, I know Buffalo's on on an absolute tear. But my takeaway from last night's game is, I don't believe in either of those either of those teams come the playoffs, and that's where we are. Do you see it the same way? How, how do you evaluate those teams, particularly that Buffalo Bills team that you've written so much about, and you're obviously in that market?
4: Right, we had the series on Sean McDermott. Yeah, you did being the problem at six and six. Uh, their playoff odds weren't good at that point. That Philly game encapsulated the era where he's a he's a good to very good coach. You've got an exceptional future Hall of Fame quarterback. It just seemed like they aren't aligned. He's not taking advantage of this guy. He's coaching through a completely different Schottenheimer-like lens. I'll say this, and I, I think I'm, I'm still with you. It's, it's, it's still hard to imagine – This head coach, in those tight moments, making the right calls consistently. But he has been more aggressive. I think you saw some promising signs down in Miami where he's calling timeouts at the end of the first half to preserve time for Josh Allen. He's going for it on fourth and one, late. I know they didn't get it, but I think fans were just thrilled to see him have the cojones to go for it. That's a different Sean McDermott. That's an encouraging sign from a coach who has fallen short you know, four straight years, five out of six years in the playoffs. Uh, now, and you look at the you look at the AFC. It's it's so wide open. I mean, this is this is the year you've got to win a Super Bowl. You've got to get to a Super Bowl if you're Sean McDermott and the Buffalo Bills. No Joe Burrow. Patrick Mahomes isn't the same. He's got a pretty good track record against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. So I I can see why team why people would slot the Bills in as the AFC representative. But I think we still need to see it. We still need to see what happens, and not cutting time when it's do or die, late in the game, and you've got to be aggressive. You've got to actively win the game, not try to lose the game. Uh, we, I think, a tight coach has created a tight team in those moments to to this point. But they they found a way to win. Um, they haven't lost since that game. It hasn't always been pretty. It took a Kadarius Tony offsides. It took, you know, nail-biting wins over Bailey Zappi and Easton Stick, and it took what seven. Dolphins starters about out, but they did win. you got to give them credit for the win, and the road is a lot smoother now that you're hosting these playoff games.
3: Ty Dunn, you were a a Jordan Love believer at the start of the season, and that perspective, that analysis got off to a bit of a rough start, but has ended in a really, really sterling place. I mean, congratulations to the Packers. They're in the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers obviously is injured, but he he and the Jets are, are not What do you make of the Packers and just how they are positioned for the future?
4: Oh my gosh. I mean, you're talking about a half century of just quarterback bliss. This is why it was genius. Brilliant. Brian Gudikins from day one to draft a quarterback when they don't need a quarterback. If you're willing to put up with, you know, one of the most volatile personalities in the sports history. I don't think that's hyperbolic with Aaron Rodgers. If you're willing to put up with him, being very, very pissed off at you and your fan base following suit for a year, two years, three years, and you're willing to have him compare you to Jerry Krauss and mock you to teammates behind the scenes, and you're willing to have him basically say you need to be fired for him to return in that offseason of 2021, then you, you did the right thing for the franchise, 100%. Because even if it didn't work out, the position is just too valuable. How many times do, you do these teams, we just talked about the Patriots, you know, they, they move on from a Hall of Fame quarterback, and they're just wandering in the wilderness. They don't know what to do. I, I think more teams will absolutely draft a quarterback at the end of the first round, early second, when they don't need one, and develop that guy for three years. Like Green Bay did. I, there's the financial clock we love to talk about, getting that quarterback on the field soon. What about the developmental clock? Giving a guy time. Like, they knew he was mentally tough. They knew that he was going to put in the work. And you can't underestimate that. There's a lot of guys that aren't willing to put that work in a Josh Allen with Jordan Palmer, he was willing to put that work in, right? They knew a Jordan Love with a Steve Calhoun out there in the offseason, with Matt LaFleur during the season, was going to get better with his accuracy. And he had stuff you can't teach. The mental toughness, the athleticism, the big arm. It was only a matter of time before he really turned that corner, put it together on the youngest team in the NFL without his left tackle, without his starting running back for stretches, without his top receiver Christian Watson for stretches. Um, he's the hottest quarterback in the NFL right now, and the future is damn bright in
3: Green Bay. Ty, Ty Dunn, um, I, I know it's it's an unlikelihood, but I think the Packers have a, a puncher's chance against the Cowboys. And the executive producer of the show, Pretty Daddy, has courageously said the Cowboys will win because they're they're the Cowboys. I just – do you see a scenario – and I'm not a big believer. I just haven't seen Dallas and Dak Prescott in particular play well in the postseason for, for most of my life, for most of my sort of time following these guys – do you, is this the year the Cowboys are different to you? Is this the year you think the Cowboys are, are Super Bowl contenders? Or are you with me that maybe the Packers could just put a little chaos into the NFC playoff picture? Who's coming with me?
4: I want to be there with you. Because Come with me,
3: Ty. You know
4: I love love in this offense. I mean, they found a running game at the perfect time, too. Aaron Jones is playing like Aaron Jones. I I don't see Dallas getting to the Super Bowl. I don't see them getting past San Francisco. You still have a coach, as Packer fans know, who's probably going to make a damning mistake at the end of the first half, at the end of the second half. That's not his forte, (laughs) Mike McCarthy. Uh, But there's something about that offense at home that they've just been a different beast. And and Joe Barry's defense, I know they're playing better of late, but it was just a few weeks ago that they only – beat Carolina because Carolina ran out of time. Bryce, I mean, Bryce Young looks like the second coming in that game after struggling the rest of the season. It's been a game of whack-a-mole on defense for, for Green Bay. You, you, you fix one thing, another problem pops up. And, and, and I like the individual efforts. I mean, they've got some big-time contributions out of guys like Jonathan Owens, Valentine, and Valentine. They suspend Jair Alexander, which was totally justified and, and still survived. Uh, but it's going to be hard on that
3: fast track against Dallas. So
4: I want I want to go with you. Maybe I will by the end of the week. That's how it works, right? By Friday, if you have me on, I'll be picking Green Bay.
3: Ty done on the program. Ty, if we had said Eagles playing the Bucks in the postseason a month ago, it would have felt like a route Philly's way, but now it's Philly in this tailspin going to Tampa Bay for that playoff game. What in the world is going on with Philadelphia, and how do you expect that to to impact that game? Oh, my God. What a disaster. i
4: people not telling people anything they don't know. We all see it. Uh, it's, it's it's all... The, the secondary is unfixable. Surprise, surprise. Letting Matt Patricia call the players on defense did not fix those problems. That was bizarre from the jump. Uh, they're just going to have to outscore teams and win shootouts and hope it's 30-something to 30-something, whether it's Tampa Bay, whoever they play. I, I, I don't know. I think that they're past the point of no return, and and the Tampa Bay wins pretty convincingly in the opening round. It's just, this is just total proof that, man, if you lose assistant coaches, you lose coordinators, that has such a bigger impact than anybody realizes. What Shane Steichen did for that offense and Jalen Hurts specifically, Jonathan Gannon, I know we all had, had our, our laughs watching that speech he gave in training camp and how awkward it was. And it looked like, you know, Kendall Roy in succession giving a speech. It was, it was rough. The guy can coach. I mean, guys responded to his coaching. They wanted to run through a wall in Arizona. Uh, I would imagine he had a similar effect in Philly. Uh, I don't know how
3: this turns around
4: if you're the Eagles even next year because the problem seems pretty pretty uh, intrinsic to the operation.
3: Ty Dunn here on the show. Ty uh, Rams at Lions is is such an interesting game, and it is the opportunity for the for the Jared Goff revenge game against Sean McVay. Do you think it is a there's no certainties, but does it feel likely that Goff gets his revenge, or are you in that group of experts who really like the Rams to maybe be surprisingly dangerous and make a run in this playoffs?
4: Oh, I'm still uh, all in on those Detroit Lions.
3: And it's, <laughs> Good. Can't back off now. Uh,
4: and, and the Rams are impressive. I mean, they put up, what, 31 on the Ravens and, like, 30. 637 37 on the Browns. So they, they've done it against the best defenses. This offense is electric right now with Stafford and Pukinakua, Cooper Cup, Tyron Williams. Got so many options. Sean McVay has is, is really figured out which buttons to push, when to push him. They'll probably be able to move the ball indoors too there in Detroit. But, I mean, this fan base has been tortured for, for generations. One playoff win since 1957. I can't imagine what that atmosphere is really going to be like for them to uh, – to host a playoff game with a team that, let's face it, they should have been the number two seed. That they're not going to be afraid of San Francisco if it comes to that. This is a team that expects to get to the Super Bowl and win it. Dan Campbell is the best coach in the NFL. He's got a hell of a staff. I, I don't. I do not see them losing this game through hell or high water.
3: All right, Ty Don, give me your your NFC AFC championship predictions, and, and if you don't mind, your, your Super Bowl predictions. Who is uh who are the last four standing? and Who do you like going all the way? Ooh,
4: I like it on the spot. Let's um, I know we love to overthink it and try to be uh, you know, a contrarian with a team, but it's been Baltimore, San Francisco, wire to wire, as the best teams, and I think that they they get to the Super Bowl again. Who do they play? I still have a really hard time counting out Patrick Mahomes this time year. Everything tells you you shouldn't with the drop passes deep and the offsides against the bills and these mistakes from the receivers it's week to week I, I think they they win at home against miami they find a way to win at buffalo and then they fall to the baltimore and the afc over in the nfc much as i love those lions i got them i got i got them in san francisco and san francisco probably winning that game so i know it's not exciting but baltimore san francisco i, I just think their rosters are so much better than everybody else is here
3: Let's go, Vegas, baby. Let's go. All right, Ty Dunn, great stuff as always, pal. Appreciate you so much. We'll talk to you again over the next few weeks. Have fun shuttling those kids around. That's my afternoon. I'm just, you and I, we work in the, you know, we work, we work, and we're taxi drivers the rest of our day. That's what Parenthood is in 2024. Thank you, pal, for, for being on the show. Anytime, man. Thank you so much. All right, buddy. Ty Dunn on the program, the founder of Go long. Subscribe. Go long td.com. It is an excellent, excellent website for football coverage. Get all the information you need on him, his book, his website at Ty Dunn T Y D-U-N-N-E. Did you hear that, Tom? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Victor's over. Philly. Dang. He doesn't even think it's gonna be close. Now, I want you to show what I'm doing here. I got this. See this circular orange thing? Yeah. It's a Terry's orange chocolate. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna have some right now. No, it's don't like 8 15 in the morning. It's so good, man. Oh no. Orange chocolate that's so weird little a little uh, beautiful sweetness as we propel our way into a buyer cell that is loaded with the sweet reality of nfl news on this black monday that's next here on cbs sports radio
2: He's right. Why
5: are menus in cursive? Bill, I have a confession to make. I did not say this to you yesterday. I didn't know what the cocktail menu said yesterday. I couldn't even identify the drinks.
3: I would have helped you.
5: (laughs) I didn't want to ask. I just sat there
3: staring at it blankly. You You looked... Not knowing what to do. You look so pissed
2: off at me. You're listening to Writer Than You with Bill Ryder. I got
3: some exciting news for you, Pretty Daddy. I'm coming back to New York City in three weeks. We are going to carve out some time, and we're going to go back to the same damn cocktail no, bar. No, no. Yeah. No.
5: No. Yeah, we're going to no. get dressed
3: up. I'll bring a sports coat. No, I don't want to do it. Let's that. go in there and talk old. I want a uh, Negroni, see? The whole time.
5: No, I'm not going. I'm not doing it.
3: Come on. No, I'm not going big back baby. to a
5: place where I was miserable for like you two big hours. Baby. I refused to drink. The bartender absolutely
3: hated my guts. Because you, you loathed him for offering you a free little alcoholic beverage. I didn't want to drink it. You're an idiot sometimes. Can I read you? That was harsh. But still, don't put that into a rejoin. <laughs> you don't put the context in. That guy tweets, by the way, speaking of you, Pretty Daddy CBS, man, I really thought Pretty Daddy and I were becoming friends until his take on the Cowboys and Packers game. Come on, Pretty Daddy. The Packers are a dangerous team playing with house money. Yeah. Exactly. And
5: they're playing in a place where the Cowboys are undefeated this season. That guy gets it. It doesn't mean it's not going
3: to be a good game. Downs yeah, is going they're to win. undefeated at home, but they're unwinnable in the playoffs. So it's like something's got to give, all right? <laughs> Rocking a hard place. I was not good at physics back in the day an immovable object moving at the speed of nothing because it's immovable. What? Uh, if it doesn't move, how is it moving, Ryder? I don't know. What I do know is that we're getting pretty dead to the fancy New York cocktail bar with the guy in the bow tie, and we're doing buy or sell right now.
2: What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You.
5: Bill Matthew Stafford is headed back to Detroit as the Rams will take on the Lions on Sunday night during Wild Card Weekend. Plus, Bill, Lions quarterback Jared Goff gets to face his old team and his old head coach in the Rams and Sean McVay. So I ask you, Bill, buy or sell Rams-Lions is the matchup you're looking forward to most during Wild Card Weekend. Ooh!
3: that is. a I mean, there's some good games, man. Sell, sell. Look, I, I think Browns to Texans is a great game. I, I just like watching both those teams play. Dolphins to Chiefs is a great game for me, even though I think the Dolphins are going to lose. But mostly, it's watching the, the Packers beat the Cowboys, and I'm most excited about. And live texting you. Why are you rolling your eyes? Not- get in for the get in the game, baby. They're not beating Dallas in Dallas. If this game was in Green
5: Bay, sure, fine, yeah, I could see Hot t- it. Hot
3: Either the Steelers or the Packers are going to win one of their games. I think the Bills or the Cowboys lose. I think one of the two seeds go down.
5: It's not going to be Dallas.
3: The Cowboys can't beat playoff teams either. They also don't lose at home. They haven't played playoff teams at home. Oh, I beat. we beat the Giants. Way to go. You know what you need to get your head right is a, is a, is a Negroni. A mini little Negroni. In New York. I'm getting back to playoff football here, Bill. <laughs> Tampa
5: Bay Buccaneers won their third straight Bye. NFC South Division yesterday. Bye. <laughs> I was just trying to throw you off. Beating the Panthers 9-0. 9-0. Panthers shut out back-to-back weeks to end the season. Uh, I'm sorry. What was that? Shut out back-to-back weeks Got to end their nothing. season. Zero. Bill, Byersell going 9-8 and and winning the division is proof that signing Baker Mayfield last offseason
3: worked for Tampa Bay. Oh, bye. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. I mean, I think it's it's an absolute no-brainer. Credit that guy, man. He may not be amazing, but he is a winner at, at least at times. Let me ask you a question. We didn't work together a lot because uh, I wasn't here. Buy or sell, you missed me. Bye. Yeah, you did. Does that relate to the Bucks? I'm like Baker Mayfield. You may, you may not think you want me, but you do. That's not true. I always want you here. Look, Baker, Tampa Bay has a pretty good football team minus quarterback. And what they needed was to find someone off the scrap heap that could be serviceable and good enough to win in a weak division. And this sounds like I'm damning Baker with faint praise. I'm not intending to. The guy stepped in. Very rarely do people who aren't wanted at the quarterback position, do they find real success? And I guess you've got Joe Flacco now kind of fitting the bill, too, in Cleveland, although he was basically done and driving his kids around. Yeah, I think it's a huge win. It might have taken a little little time, but they're in the postseason. They're in the playoffs, and they are, I think, good. I think they have a talented enough roster, Tom, that they're probably— I don't think they're going to make a deep run, although you just heard Ty Dunn say that they're going to beat Philly. But they're the kind of team that can be surprising. And I know that you're going to roll your eyes here. And I know that Aaron Rodgers is a different level of quarterback. But we've seen teams, and Aaron Rodgers and the Packers are an example back in the day. We've seen teams get into the end, everyone write them off, and go on a tear and win Super Bowls and certainly make deep runs. There's no reason that Tampa Bay, the way they're constructed, if, if, if Baker can play at the, at the top end of his ability, can't make some noise in the playoffs. Yes, successful decision.
5: All right, Bill. The entire AFC North became the very first division in the post-merger NFL Ooh. to have all four teams finish with a winning record. The Ravens at thirteen and four, the Browns that you were just talking about at eleven and six, the Steelers ten and seven, and the Bengals, the only non-playoff team, at nine and eight. Bill, buy or sell the AFC North this season is what the AFC West should have been last
3: season. I'm gonna sell because so. obviously the AFC West shouldn't have been because they weren't. They were bad.
5: What's that question? A lot of hype. A lot of hype last season. What why are we
3: talking about the AFC West? Why are we talking about the AFC West from because last year? Because there
5: wasn't there wasn't hype for the AFC North this year to finish with every single team with the but winning Why record. would
3: you make it about
5: last year's AFC West? Because that was supposed to be the greatest division right. that the NFL has ever seen. Nah.
3: So this is the greatest division they've ever seen. I mean, seen.
5: we were talking about all four teams making
3: the playoffs last year. What's amazing about this too is that the Bengals lost Joe Burrow for ba- early, and then and then basically, the, I mean, they he was hurt twice in basically the whole season. And Joe Flacco's Cleveland's quarterback right now. But I guess to my point, the the Bengals easily could have been an eleven or twelve win team. Like they're the weakest team of the group, and that's because they lost their quarterback, and they're still winning team. And this the real qu- the real question with this is how does this you know what do we make of the of the 1983 AFC East
5: uh, go ahead go tell me what you make of it <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right. I don't know I don't know. I just. <laughs> I know. I don't know why we're talking about the AFC West from last year.
5: Because that was supposed to be the greatest division that football had ever seen. But it wasn't. That story's was a year ago. Right, I, look, there, I think it, there was hype for the AFC West. My point with this question was there was not I that same hype with the I AFC North. I think the better question would be,
3: not to live sort of edit you on the air, buy or sell the AFC North is the best division in football history. That would, like, that would have been a better... I mean, I... Go ahead. You can answer that question. No, I'll ask you. Buy or 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 sell the AFC North is the best division in football history.
2: Sell.
3: I think it's TBD because I think if the Ravens win the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, maybe. But what does the Ravens winning the Super Bowl have to do with Cincinnati and Pittsburgh and Cleveland? It would have to do with the fact that it's the first time ever every team has a winning record and in the division is also the Super Bowl champion. Make it even tougher. There you go. We talked it through. Can't wait to go to this cocktail bar and hang out.
5: All right, Bill. After the Titans eliminated the Jaguars from the playoffs yesterday, Derrick Henry took a moment to thank Titans fans for the past eight years.
4: Titans right, fans, thank you for the greatest eight years of my life. The ups and the downs. Y'all been there for everything. through that adversity. Watch me grow as a person and a player. Always supporting me. Um, I love y'all. Uh, I love seeing the 22 in the stadium. Hopefully, I was an inspiration to all the young kids and everybody in the community. Just thank y'all so much. Man, God is good. And tighten up, man.
5: Bill Henry's a free agent, and both he and the Titans have made it known that parting ways is in their best interests. The 30-year-old Henry finished with over 1,100 yards rushing this year and 12 touchdowns. So I ask you, Bill, buy or sell Derrick Henry being productive for another team next year.
3: Yeah, buy. Especially in the right situation. Buy. Buy or sell. Ready for this? Now, this presumes a lot of things, including maybe he doesn't need to take a lot of money, which he might want. Buy or sell Derrick Henry as a Kansas City Chief. Buy.
5: Makes a lot of sense, but I think Kansas City clearly is going to put a lot of stock in getting a new wide receiving core.
3: I think that Buffalo makes a ton of sense. For Derrick Henry as That's well. That's a good one. Yeah. I, yes, I think he will be productive. I, I don't think you want to sign him. It's interesting, right? If he's looking for a bunch of guaranteed money and he's looking to get paid, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I'm not giving the guy, whatever, a three-year deal where you're guaranteeing. I'm not guaranteeing multiple years at a high number to this guy. Because I do think there's going to come a point where he's going to go from being Derrick Henry to just what, what always happens, which is a guy who, who just can't do it anymore. But next year, I think he can be productive. Yes.
5: All right, Bill. Earlier this morning, in a move that surprised absolutely nobody, the Panthers fired GM Scott Fitterer. Owner David Tepper, as we know, fired head coach Frank Reich earlier this season. And, Bill, get ready for this because I could not believe this to be true. The Panthers were the first team in NFL history this season to never hold a lead in a fourth quarter. Wow. No fourth quarter lead at any point this season. Bill saw the Panthers turnaround taking at least... Three seasons. New GM, new head coach. You don't know if you have your quarterback. And your owner is probably the worst owner of all of North American sports. I mean,
3: you know that, like, if it takes three seasons, it's going to be a different GM and a different head coach. Or with this owner, maybe it's going to be two. How many years in baseball is three years in football? Eleven? Eleven?
5: <laughs> that sounds about right. It's going to get ugly. Like, that's our point here. It's going to be ugly for a long time.
3: I mean, Bryce Young did not play particularly well this year. He didn't play well. And He had a Col- good game against the Packers a few weeks ago. They got shut out the last two games. They haven't scored in eight quarters. Not even that's a field goal. A- no, he's and he's been, I believe, against the Bucks, He had under 100 yards of passing. Their offense is pathetic. I'm going to sell that it takes three years. Sell. I mean, three years, man, is a lot of time. Buy or sell if it takes three years, Tepper tantrum will start just randomly throwing things at people's faces. Sell. Yeah, I think so too No? Fans, that, you know.
5: But even if he did, I mean, he'll only get a slap on the wrist from the NFL, clearly.
3: Buy or sell? That Tepper tantrum has a better grasp on his emotions than the radio host we keep talking about at a different place. Bye. There's drama everywhere.
5: I'm just going to go straight into the next one. You know question. what?
3: You, well, I made a joke about it <laughs> off camera when I was doing CBS Sports HQ and the host was like, oh, I will not talk about this. I'm like, bro, just, we're not on the air yet. Yeah. I
5: understand that guy.
3: We're on the air right now.
5: Yeah. Which is why I was talking about Pat McAfee. Got it.
3: Taking shots at an executive. No, maybe no, didn't. I got it. Maybe got sabotaging, it. maybe not. I don't know. Did you see the story?
5: Ah, uh, yes, yes, I did. Okay, moving on. Late last night, Bill the Falcons fired Arthur Smith, and this morning, the Commanders fired Ron Rivera. Smith had gone seven and ten three straight years in Atlanta, while new ownership took over in Washington, and it looks to be they clearly wanted their own guy. So I ask you, Bill, buy or sell either Arthur Smith or Ron Rivera? Having NFL coaching futures.
3: Ooh, that's a really good question. Like successful ones? Yeah, probably the best question in the in this batch today. Can I change it to successful futures? Sure. Okay. That's a good question. I was not gonna be Arthur, okay? Do you think Ron Rivera gets a third chance? Panthers,
5: Commanders, somebody. How do you
3: pronounce Arthur Smith's initials?
5: That would be AS. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm going to choose to say
3: it. <laughs> A.S. I will buy. Buy. Because guys always get two, more chance than they deserve. And I do think Ron Rivera, when he goes somewhere that, that is not run by temp, temper tantrum, has a chance to be successful. He'll, like, he'll do TV. He'll do awkward TV. It'll be awkward. He'll do it for a year and a half or two years. He'll get a job somewhere. He'll have moderate success.
5: Speaking of success, the NFL Draft. The order is set. Bears number one. Commanders number two.
3: Patriots number three. Speaking of success. Yeah, you want to Speaking it? Of...
5: Well, I mean, you could go, speaking of Fair. failure. But yeah. the guys they draft, you want to be successful, no?
3: Okay. speak. Okay, I like it. My bad. <laughs> That's great.
5: You don't like it, you hate it. <laughs> I
3: anyway, like it. I Bear, like
5: it. All right. Bears number one. Commanders number two. Patriots three. Cardinals at four. And the Chargers round out the top five. Built by yourself the first three picks in this year's drafts will all be quarterbacks.
3: Ooh, I mean, some of
5: that depends on what Chicago does. So you got the Bears, the Commanders, and the Patriots. Are they all taking quarterbacks?
3: Because you could also have Chicago trade down a little bit and take a receiver. Takes, um, I'm
5: going to sell. The Bears not only have the first pick, they have the ninth pick as well.
3: I'm going to so. sell. Mm. I, I have a gut feeling the Bears are going to stick with Justin Fields. Do you How think? many times has that happened? That just, that just happened, right? didn't it? Have In we ter- ever had all the first three picks be quarterbacks?
5: I know we've had two. Obviously, I
3: don't know. If I we've don't done know all that three. it's happened.
5: I don't know if we've done all three. I don't think so, off you the top know. of my head.
3: Buy or so, You would keep Justin Fields if you were the Bears.
5: bye yeah, I think I would. Ah, keep, I
3: don't like either outcome.
5: Keep him and trade down. I don't make the selection at number one.
3: May I make the may, may I make the point that Matt Nagy, along with Irvilus, ruined Justin Fields, and you made the point that Nagy then went and became the offensive coordinator in Kansas City, where it's not working. Just follows
5: some guys around. Sometimes the, I don't even know how much of it is his fault. He's just he, the guy in charge right
3: has now. Has Nagy has Nagy um, has he has he accused Norby of uh, of sabotaging him?
5: How many times are you going to bring this up to me?
3: <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Yeah, because you know I don't want to go there. <laughs> I have no dog in this hunt, but I—I I mean, like, Pat McAfee going after a top executive who I don't know, but I know of. Like that is some crazy. You hear this stuff behind the scenes. That is some crazy, awesome, holy cow drama. How do you not have that on buy or sell? I'm going to do it. Um, I'll do buy or sell question. Hey, um, on a different radio show, the Pat McAfee Show, which we which we play Aaron Rodgers on a lot. After all the drama, Tom, uh, Pat McAfee on the air <laughs> accused. Norby, is it Williams or Williamson? I always get this wrong. Williamson. Norby Williamson uh, accused uh, that executive of sabotaging him on the air. Buy or sell, you think both those guys will be there in six months? Buy. Really?
5: Williamson's been there for over 20 years, and McAfee is not going to answer to anybody.
3: I mean, and a bunch of people... Fair enough. After, Jamel Hill included came out, former people, and sort of said, yeah, yeah. I mean, the politics of a place like ESPN I find fascinating.
5: I believe Hill, as you said, and I think Michelle Beadle was another.
3: By the way, oh, Michelle Beadle, you're right. I, when this happened, a bunch of people from from here, from CBS Sports Radio, from Odyssey, texted me and said, oh, my God, McAfee accused Norby of pulling a T-cell.
5: so <laughs> Not true. Not true whatsoever.
2: Oh, boy. It's time for no
5: context,
2: buy or sell.
5: Bill, buy or sell the Lakers getting a top six seed in the Western Conference this year. Oh, wow. Sell. Sell.
2: In large Mm. markets, they're not very good.
5: That seems like it would have something to do with it.
2: It's time for no context oh, I like the, buy or sell. I like sell. the double.
5: Yeah, I'm feeling it. Going forward. I for like it. it. Yeah. Bill, buy or sell you have an issue with how the NBA handled Draymond
3: Green's suspension? I'll actually buy that. It's a very good question. Buy. Um, I think they did the min... I mean, it was, it was 12 games in a month. I think they did the minimum until people's attention moved on. And I think that a, a longer suspension made more sense for Draymond Green. All right. Uh, I don't know why, but decent wants to talk about a guy named Norby Williamson next. Is that, is that where we're hitting? So, <laughs> Washington, Michigan, national championship game. We'll preview it after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogus.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me.
1: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast.
3: Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you here on CBS Sports Radio. Stream the NFL on Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL. Live on the NFL app by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports or on the Odyssey app. Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Tom, I'd love to know what the vibe is like when I'm not here between you and the the fill-in and the fill-in host the same when you are here just joy so you're you're constantly put out <laughs> no not at all it's joy it's a blast being here every day excited that your guy who who filled in a lot here bart winkler is doing his show now 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. east coast time very very and it's nice to have another if i may be so bold another mi- voice from the midwest i know i live in la but from iowa went to school in missouri got married in iowa graduated from high school in iowa Lived all over sort of Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, even Arkansas for a couple years. That's a south town, but it's directly south of, of Missouri, two states south of Iowa. Uh, really happy for, for for Bart. Have you um? You should ask if you can be a guest on the show.
5: I need to ask Bart if I'm allowed to come on his show for a segment.
3: Yeah, have Shep have Shep book you.
5: Is there any topic you have in mind for me to talk about? You could do what to sell. You could just go on and be like, oh, "I'm
3: mad about something." I don't get mad about things. That's not my style. I'm all fired up about something. Uh, very excited about Washington versus Michigan tonight. You gonna stay up for this one? Yeah, I'm fired make up it?
5: about this. What to sell?
3: There's no way you stayed up for that Miami game last night.
5: Yes, I did. We texted.
3: Yeah, you said it was a little bit later though. It was like a it was like one of those like mm, oh, Whoa, fun. whoa, 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 whoa.
5: We texted right
3: <laughs> I don't know, man.
5: right in the final minutes of the
3: game. You wrote I wrote something you wrote a hundred like a few minutes like I think it was like 20 minutes later. That's okay I'm not I... seven minutes later seven. seven come
5: on man I was awake I watched oh <laughs> I game. believe you I just and tonight's game by the way' yeah. 7.30 p.m eastern kick a little earlier than normal.
3: I know it's an early it's which is really early out here. used to be nine pm eastern I mean I like the early games. watch the game, make a late dinner, make a nice little pasta dish are you a cook, are you a chef? Not at all. I need to go back to this text real quick.
5: You think I woke up 7 minutes after you texted me?
3: I do. Or I did. I did last night. I kind of I kind of chuckled.
5: I just randomly uh, I was like, woke all right, up? he's like
3: he got to the fourth quarter. He thought, all right, Dolphins are winning this thing.
5: Come on, man. I was awake. All right, 7 minutes is a is uh, a good
3: response time. I you get up early. I'm not judging you. <sighs> Man, I can't catch up so around here. Seven minutes is a good response time in a text message?
5: Yes, because I don't have my phone in hand. Like, I'm laying down on the couch. I don't expect anyone to text me at that hour. I
3: honestly thought you fell asleep in front of the TV. Which I has mean, been that known to ha- happen.
5: Ha- known to happen. That's <laughs> what no judgment. usually happens.
3: I feel like you're a little sensitive sometimes. I feel but I like, like that about you. I feel like you've made me this way. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, everybody in that building will tell you you were like this before we ever worked together. That's part of the reason I wanted you to produce me. I thought would be funny. And you're great. Um, Michigan-Washington, super interesting. Uh, Michigan outscored opponents by almost 26 points per game this year. Washington's margin of victory, not quite as big, Tom, but as you know, because you sent this to me, uh, almost 14 points per game. Michigan has trailed in only five games. That's tied for the fewest of any team in the country. They're both undefeated. Michigan's defense is number one in the country if you do it by yards allowed per game. Nobody has surpassed 400 yards or 24 points against Michigan, which I think is it. obviously boils down to a really interesting question. Washington's offense is electric. Their quarterback is outstanding. Michigan's a four-and-a-half-point favorite, and the question really becomes do we think, do you think, if you can go for the Huskies, if you want to see the Pac-12 and its final existence, this is the, these are the last moments of the Pac-12, in history, can they have this sort of incredibly ironic crowning moment where Washington becomes national champions? If so, it's going to be because Washington's offense is able to score points on this Michigan defense. This, if Washington wins, it's not going to be a game where where, where the Huskies win whatever, 13 or even 17 to 13. How, here's the question I wanted to hit. How many points do Washington have to score to win tonight? Doesn't mean it's a guarantee, but the minimum. For me, I think it's interesting that twenty four that no one surpassed twenty four points against Michigan because for me it's minimum twenty four points for Washington, and I think if I mean if you, the thirties what you is what you want to aim for, and I think it's possible. I'm kind of I'm thinking I'm not going to bet on the game because I'm actually not sure and my heart's in this a little bit because because I feel so bad for the Pac twelve I want them to win it's colored my judgment, but I don't know man. Michael Penix Jr. is pretty special, and special quarterbacks in the past have overcome defenses that on paper should have stifled a lesser team's offense. If you think Washington's a lesser team in terms of talent, player-to-player, fine, but that quarterback, I think, has the ability to level the playing field a little bit. But it still feels like a Michigan win, doesn't it?
5: Feels like a tight Michigan win. Washington, to their credit, is never out of it. I don't care how much they're down by, how much better the opponent is. They play tight ball games. They've won 10 straight by 10 points or fewer. They will be in this game. I think when it's all said and done, Michigan's defense steps up late.
3: Are you ready? I'm going to give you what I think the score will be, and I'll give you what I want it to be. I think it's going to be Michigan 27-21. I can see that. I want it to be Washington 35-28. Man,
5: 35 against
3: the defense? I think it has to be one of those outs where where Penix Jr comes out in his outstanding early and rattles Michigan a little bit and and, and like his guys getting a rhythm. What I want, you know. I also want you to drink the Negroni at the bar cuz it tastes good. That's not going to happen either. I know, but it's I know it's silly though. I'm not going back to that same bar. We're going to the dive bar. I would have gone to the dive bar, but it was closed. Yeah, that's more. Honestly, it was open, and they saw the two of us. The guy's (laughs) like, we're closed. Yeah, we're closed, man. (laughs) Go to the fancy place. We don't fit anywhere. Especially me. Two wanderers. All right, thanks for listening. Great Monday. Great start. Appreciate you. He's Pretty Daddy. I'm Bill Ryder. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports
2: Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you.